What's up, everybody? Welcome to Walking 90. I am not Yogi. He's out being a wholesome husband for his anniversary. Uh, so, shouts to him. Uh, I don't do the fancy transitions. We're just going to go right into it. As always, with the homie, we got Brandon. What's up, Brandon? Hey, how's it going? I'm good. And we got, well, now we've got another father. We got two fathers of the year on the pod tonight. Uh, Kyle, say what's up to the people. Hello, and I, of course, this starts later because I was the one that had to be delayed because of kids' bedtimes not going as planned. Oh, I stopped for tacos, so this was always going to be late past 9 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> well, I figured, like, I figured, like, quarter after would have been, like, okay. That's what I was That's what I was for. shooting for. I was shooting for quarter after, and I was like, yeah, well. And that's it. Oh, happened. well. That's right. <laughs> and do we, who are miss, we're missing Chip. Chip so, down. chips down, but it's okay. We'll hold it down for him. We'll still pick on Omaha on his behalf. No problem mm-hmm. whatsoever. We've and he got... is watching, so hello. Yes. Hi, Chip. <laughs> uh, so, let's let's break it down. Let's get into some of these games that has – it's been a while, it feels like, but it's only been two weeks. Maybe because we had so many interviews in between that it just felt like it's been forever. <laughs> So let's start with the games from the 23rd. I was going to say, there's been so many games and there's been, yeah, there's been so many games and interviews. I feel like that have been squeezed since we were last live that it almost feels like it's been like a month. Yeah, truly. Uh, All right. What game do we want to start with? There's been so many. Like, we can go back as far as we need to, really. Like, I'm out for it. Uh, Let's see. Did Omaha lose a couple games? Nah. Omaha lost. No, they. They lost. <laughs> if so they fans ask. <laughs> we'll start with the heavy hitter, the Greenville Union game, which was nil nil. Uh, not a lot happening there. We picked it to be our vibes, and that probably not vibes. It was probably stress, more stressful than anything. No vibes, but nothing really special there. Brandon, you were at that game. I was at that game. And what I, was I, it like? I mean, I had my kid with me, my son with me, so it was uh, – I don't remember too much of it. I watched it later. Um, I thought it was good. I mean, I enjoyed the game. It was one of those games where the fact that it was a draw – I mean, it was disappointing for sure, right? But, like, it was it was a good enough game to where it was like, okay, like, I can accept the draw. You know what I mean? Omaha defended really, really well, uh, as they have been, and – uh, also knew who came up with some incredible saves that game. So, um, yeah, no, I, and I felt like I really felt like that was one of the best nil nil draws I've seen this season. Um, just, it was just really enjoyable to watch. So yeah, I, I thought it was good. I thought it showcased again, how, how tough Omaha is to break down even after their change in formation and stuff. Um, but it also showed like, I think one of their best shots was Isaac Bowers shot across goal that uh, that narrowly went past the the far post. Like when your right back is taking your best shot of the game, like I don't know how. <laughs> I'm not sure we're we're clicking too well on the attacking front here. So um, yeah, I, I thought it was a good game. I enjoyed it, um, but I definitely think Omaha, Omaha is getting better and better. There's still a ways to go, I guess. 
Yeah, it was kind of one of those. I, I would agree it was more out of the two zero zero draws that Omaha had. This was more of the at least it was entertaining to an extent. There was like, I mean, knew who with the fantastic save on Walker's free kick. You know, you had the late chance. I feel like there were late chances. It was if did feel like this was going to be one where I thought Greenville would maybe eke by just because it felt like they had a little bit more confidence. They had it seemed as though they were going with the plan a little bit better than Omaha. It feels like Omaha was trying to tweak things. And I'll mention it in the Mavs game. felt like they were trying to come up with something different as the game went on, because what they were initially trying to do wasn't working. And I think that was more to Greenville's credit. Like, okay, we're going to bunker now. We know what this team can do. I will say like Omaha's fullbacks were definitely needed to be on top of their game. And I think they showed that. So I think for Omaha, it was one of those like, They'll look back and, you know, if they don't get a home playoff game or miss a playoff or whatever by two points, I don't think they'll look at this game as like the missed opportunity. But I think this is one where it kind of shows like, all right, Omaha really should, they really need to get that home playoff game because, yes, they can go into Greenville win, but that is going to be a lot tougher of an assignment later on in the season when Greenville's going to have it together. And, you know, and you're not going to have that home field advantage that Omaha has. You're going to go into, you know, traveling territory. And I think for them, it's just more, and we'll talk about more later. It just feels as though I don't know where the goal is going to come from anymore for mm-hmm. Omaha. And that was, it was something that I noticed in Greenville. And then it was very clear in Madison, like, where are the goals coming? Cause it seems like they had, like Mesa was that guy and Kamatani was that guy early on. And then Brito and Ski Receive were kind of getting there. And now it's just kind of like a, well, unless you're going to get a gifted back pass from your former player, I don't know who's scoring the goals. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, definitely out of the games. I mean, granted, there were not that many vibe games that were there this weekend. So it's not like we made a bad pick. I think 10 out of 10, we would have done it again. If you, you know, if you do the poll and you look at the matchups, like yes, Greenville Omaha is always going to be that match. You're going to want to watch because of the two teams and how, and the history and how, when they're at their best, it is a very interesting and entertaining matchup. Right. And I think that's the the key to that. The zero zero wasn't because they were bad. It was because they were both really good. And I, I, um, I thought it was a great game. So does the zero zero favor, Greenville or Omaha more? I mean, at Greenville spot, you want to constantly be getting those three points. So any opportunity to gain some ground over the rest of the table. Because I mean, what Madison right now, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember, Madison has two games in hand on Greenville, right? Yep. And so right now, if if they win their next two games, is that? That would put them second. Okay, second. It wouldn't tie them up. If Omaha win their next three games, they would be tied for first with Greenville, but Greenville would have the tiebreaker. Right. So there's still something there for Omaha, but no, I think, I honestly think Omaha getting a draw was better for them because, like I mentioned, going into Greenville is tough. So when you can go in there and get any points, you take it. Obviously, it's not the best outlook, and, not, and when you add up all these draws, it sucks, but going into Greenville is always tough. You take the point that you can at least take a point and walk out of that and feel like, okay, 
that is a little bit better for Omaha in just like that particular lens. For sure. I mean, this is the toughest little set of away the games they'll have for a while, I think. So like the fact that they, you know, that they haven't dropped, they haven't lost, you know, necessarily, they haven't lost a game yet. Um, I think that's pretty fantastic. Even though, you know, they haven't been super exciting on the attacking end. So I definitely agree. Benefit the home. All right, so next game, Chatter versus Noko, which ended nil-nil, which I'm surprised by because I didn't think that Noko could hold someone scoreless. <laughs> Say. You know, they if it wasn't for that keeper, it wouldn't have been scoreless. Like, yeah. that backup keeper had the game of their life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There is no reason why Chattanooga <laughs> did not get a goal. They had so many chances. It should have been clear. And had it not been for Falk, I would have had Johan Penaranda be the player like player of the week by far. Looking at the stats, it's 15 shots, seven on target for Chatta. I mean, Noko also had their chances, 10 shots, one on target. But still, they were – they were taking their chances too, but it highly favored Chattanooga in every stat possible, and yet it ends nil-nil. Who is this better for, for one, Chatter or Noko? Definitely, oh, Noko. Uh, Noko, for sure. No, but. No, no doubt. The fact that they can get a clean sheet at all, like, that's yeah. beautiful. It's a great day. <laughs> uh, like I said, it, it, the fact that despite all the chances that Chatter had, they probably should have had a goal and you walk away with a clean sheet, even if it's a draw. No, Noko should be okay with it because the last time Noko went to Chattanooga, they got the doors blown off of them. Mm-hmm. That's just only six yellow cards, though. I was slightly surprised. I thought it'd be more, a little bit more chaotic. <laughs> That's not chaotic enough for you. Not enough. Not, not with not, not with not oh, with these two that, teams. It's an old jersey. Uh, <laughs> all right. There's not much left there for that, so fuck it. <laughs> I was going to say, I really feel like that one's the prime example of Chatter should have won and didn't. <laughs> Next game up is South Georgia 2, NCFC 1. All right. This we'll let you, I'll let you have the floor on this one. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this was some bullshit. <clears throat> several, several reasons why refing being the main one. It's not like this is a bad team. NCFC has the people in place to be able to fucking do something. And it's just like, like I will give it 70% defense, 30% refing. We just cut off in weird times that we just shouldn't. And I'm like, but why? Why are we doing this? What are we doing? To score and then give up a goal two minutes later is just you turning your brain off and going, yep, this is a cool point. Let's just head on out of here. Wait, there's still 10 plus minutes left, guys. You gotta, you gotta keep going. You gotta keep playing. They just don't. And it's like, oh, well, that sucks. Mm And it's not even like we were lacking chances at the end. Literally, Shaq Adams came on and could have scored a fucking worldie at the back post. We had two two balls get saved off that back post. 
that were like for sure. And I, they've got to figure it out on defense. Like, like those mental moments of just like collapsing and then just like turning it off. It's not even like it's one player or two player. It's like the whole thing just kind of like stops for like four seconds. And in that four seconds, bam, they're, they're, they're attacking you and they're, and it's a goal. Cause we're leaving, we're leaving a holiday and Pulisic out to dry. And this, that sequence of like 79 and 81 where we scored and then we gave up a goal just that quick. It's terrible. But also, there are some goals that should not have been goals that were called goals. And you know what? That's that's just another that's another pod for another day. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, watching this, like watching the highlights of this match, it was very much a. I could definitely feel like Tormenta <clears throat> may have gotten away with it, but at the same time, it's not like North Carolina was doing themselves any favors as yeah, well. Yeah. Like it, it felt as though they looked too much for McLaughlin to do something. And it didn't and it wasn't until they made the initial subs around like it goes like the 60th minute where I was like, okay, maybe now they're gonna actually like try and do something. Maybe they're gonna get the midfield more involved. Maybe they're gonna try and go with a different plan. But it, it did kind of just feel like they were doing they weren't doing enough to try and challenge Tormenta either. It kind of felt like a not passive, but it felt more overthinking. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the tough part about it. I think having the couple cards definitely made, like, especially the early uh, yellow to Gustavo. And I feel as though, like, it was that was sitting in their mind as well. Like, okay, we cannot afford another one of our defenders to get another card because we already have two and it's not even the 50th minute. And it's like that, I feel like that was in their head as well. Yeah, the cards were just outrageous as well. Like, right. They, like, Oh, some of it was just like player, players just not understanding, and a lot of, and some of it was just bullshit. But like, it's about like getting into that mental preparedness of like, hey, you've got to slow down, you've got to stop talking, you've got to like walk away. And it's a young team. Like mm-hmm. we've seen that it's a young team. Like that's just that just comes from experience. Like Servania. Mm-hmm over the last couple of games has not been understanding. Like you gotta walk away and he gets those stupid yellows. Like it's like, we don't need that. We've got to be able to like cut that off, but he's Mm -hmm. a good player. He's very good. Like I want him on the field every time we play, but not if it comes at the expense of there's always one reckless yellow somewhere on the field at all times. And now we, we're, we're one stupid tackle or one pissed off player away from being down 10 men for like a whole game. So. Yeah, yeah I really, I agree. I think the whole, I, I'd say 90% of North Carolina's issue right now is mentality is, is keeping staying switched on, not, uh, you know, not being, not being over overreacting, that kind of thing. And I think, I mean, we'll talk about that other game in a minute. Uh, the one from, was it yesterday? I don't remember when it was anymore. Um, yeah, it was yesterday. Same exact night. thing. <laughs> yeah, last night. Same exact thing. I think, you know, we, you can look at that game and see how, you know, they had that in the bag and just mental switches. I think that's the the big issue right now. And it's, with a young team, obviously, that's going to happen. But you got to get that under control, you know, stay stay locked in and, 
and ready to go. Yeah. No, I, I do think this is the challenge with North. Obviously, they've added more experienced players, but it still is a relatively young team. So even though they have players that have the League One experience, they're still they're still newer to just professional soccer in general. So I think with a team like Tormenta, which they're also they're they're still kind of young, but at the same time, they've had guys that have been around this a little bit more, whether it's from Tormenta Two or just other teams, or in the case of Sterling, like they've been doing it over in Europe. Like they just seem to have a little bit more composure. Mm-hmm. And I think that was kind of the main difference was the composure that Tormenta had was just there while North Carolina, I think they had it and then they lost it and it took them too long. And as soon as they get the goal, the equalizing, you think maybe they'll get it back. It was gone in an instant. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So moving over to a truly chaotic game for only because it has Charlotte in it. Uh, Charlotte three, Tucson two. The game what? that ended past midnight. <laughs> what is this? What is this team? No one can explain it to me. What is this team? Past midnight. I I, I just want to emphasize that there's a the game already started late because it's in Tucson, right. and then we have the delay with the weather. And I think by the time they actually re kicked off, it was close to midnight Central Time. It, it was late. We were. I was not going to stay up. I was like, okay, at some point, I just have to call it. Because I said the goal was scored like 150 local time for the, for Charlotte, 150 a.m. local time. Yeah, no, yeah. that's stupid. No, <laughs> I'm surprised because I remember when Omaha and Madison had their game last year, and there was like a storm, and I was like, okay, we're just it just kept getting delayed, and then you're like, all right, screw it, we're gonna cancel it, and we're gonna just reschedule it for another day. Like I thought that was going to happen in this one, it just never did. And they're like, it's like okay, we can play a little later. I was like, what? Well, hold on, what? I didn't I know that you could tweet. do that. I love their tweet. They were like, someone said, why don't you just cancel it and reschedule it for another day? And they, they just replied, we'd have to do it over again. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have to play the whole thing over again. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was funny. Was I, a, I said this was going to be the chaos game of the week. It it, it delivered on that. Four goals in the first half. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Neither of these two teams, and this, I feel like this is a perfect encapsulation of Tucson. It's just like you find ways to make it, you find ways to either win games late or lose games late. Mm-hmm. They always seem to find a way to make it happen. Yeah. Which is wild. Wild. I thought they looked so good in that first half. Like they looked, it was some of the best soccer they played. I think, you know, obviously, you know, you don't want to concede two goals, but like as far as on the attack goes, I mean, they, they looked better. I mean, they look pretty good. Um, and they look like some of the movements that they, they, they've probably been looking for all season long were there finally, and things were clicking, and then, you know, everything falls apart. And also, like, whatever. Every should... statistic should tell you, okay, Tucson should have at least walked away with the draw. It's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it never is. It never is. I don't I just... get it. I, and this is just, I feel like how last year Chattanooga was the team that was just like, how do they keep pulling out these wins? And Charlotte is now that version of it. It's like, there is no logistical reason why they keep doing this. Yeah. It hasn't added up. It The math isn't mathing. And yet, 
here they are. Somehow, somehow, as we'll get to later in the show, you'll see. I I think that runs out soon. Um, but maybe it's just me. I don't know. It's there's something about this team that I just can't figure out. And holy shit, we'll we'll see what this gets to. <laughs> they can't defend. Right, that's my thing. Is everyone knows they can't defend. But the problem is they needed to. They still win. <laughs> but eventually, you're gonna have to like do something other than try like score, and you're gonna and eventually, someone they're just gonna be like put two people on Embuyu and and let someone else score, and then they're gonna be like, oh, but we haven't had to do that all year, and then it's just gonna be a hot fucking mess, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, okay. I don't know how no other team has figured that out yet, but here we are. Okay, fine. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's just staggering. It makes no sense. Has Charlotte, like, convincingly won a game this year? I'm trying Other to look. than the Madison shit show, like the Madison, and even that one was like a, mm, it was it could have been dicey at halftime, and then they turned it turned it around. But I feel like Charlotte has not had a okay. Th- this was a very clear Charlotte was the better team win. Madison's the only one I can think of. And again, <laughs> that one it took until like the 60th minute when it got to like five two or something. That was just that was you know what you know what all right that was like the wor- like the craziest week in in USL League One though so like we can't even, I don't even yeah. know if we can that as like actual regular season that was just like a weird blip like a weird like preseason in the middle of the season blip had to be like there's like thirty goals that week or something crazy all right yeah. so the craziest game out of all of the games from that weekend. Somehow we had two chaos games. This one, I think, may more chaotic than the other. Central Valley Fuego 3, Richmond Kickers 1. Kickers finished the game with two players out. So nine players on the field. <laughs> and Victor, is his name Falk? Mm-hmm. Falk with a brace. Yep. Damn, son. <laughs> like, I don't even know against his old team. Were, yeah, right. he he turned it on for his old team. <laughs> First of all, the double yellow was stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I literally just watched the highlights, and I don't even like. Yes, there are two yellows, but I don't think you give a yellow to the first one. You give it to the one that got him the double yellow in the red. Uh, just because it was, like, one of the first files of the game. Like, yeah, you want to control it, but that just changed everything. That was uh, very much, like, the opposite of how most of the games have felt being officiated this season. Right. It was very, like, hard line out of nowhere. It, it was just – I just don't understand. Like, I, yes, it wasn't the best situation, but at the same time, it's like, bruh, you can't just get sent off <laughs> right after. It's like the yellow card, the goal, another yellow card. It's like, Steven, you, you, what, what, what the fuck are you doing? 
Yeah. I mean, he had early reservations. I don't know. Maybe he saw TikTok. Right. <laughs> he saw a rest. He saw a restaurant that he was like, you know what? I'm in mm-hmm. the area. I'm gonna go try it. California's in a lot of good places. Right. <laughs> No, I'm probably not gonna be back in Cali for a while. Like, Might I, as well. it, was like it was just such a stupid foul. <laughs> like, he said like, he had things to do. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just one of those like, bro, you just gotta let that man run by you. You can't, you can't yeah. do that kind of foul. Whatever. He was just like, he's like, I got it. I got you. I mean, and this then, guy's got a Kira behind him. Like, for crying out loud, like, trust the man. Like, <laughs> sometimes you just gotta let it go. Trust the Kira. Like, <laughs> great. But it's all good. He'll be back. He'll be all right. It'll be okay. Uh, and then, I mean, the other, the the two goals after the yellow card were just, there was no one left for Richmond to, like, work for. So they were just getting beat in the box. But that sec, that, Second red card, which was straight red, was dumb. He did. Again, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Why would you eat? You got beat. Let it go. Why would you go in for that tackle? Studs up. Like, it was late. It was high. Yep. I knew your brand of sh- I could tell you the color of your spikes on your cleats. That's how much, that's how much of the boot you showed me. That's a red every day. What are you arguing for? That is a red every day of the week. (laughs) Twice on Sunday. It doesn't help that you are already, like, because Ani's a center back, and it's like, why are you even doing this run? Like, you have 10 men. Don't be, who do you think? Don't Don't be a hero. Don't be a hero. (laughs) That won't for you, fam. Don't do it. (laughs) You're not that guy. (laughs) You lost two out of your starting Four back line and 48 minutes of a game. There was no right side of the defense. None. None. Not at all. What are we doing? Kickers, there's so much hope for you. I want to see you succeed. And, and Yogi's not here to, like, defend his team or talk How can you defend this? Look, look, they I don't know. Either. <laughs> and it's not even like you didn't get your shots off because you still took 14 shots. I mean, mm-hmm. Central Valley took 20. Uh, Which is eight very on target. Yeah. Dang. I don't know what this when was. In, when they have nine players, you take your shots. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly the chances start flowing, don't they? A little bit. <laughs> when the right side of the fence no longer exists. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who the fuck do you? I just, it's. It was just a clusterfuck. I didn't know what to do about it. I was like, all right, I guess. Like, damn. <laughs> damn. I just, I, 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 like, for once, the ref had it completely correct. And I don't know what, I, I don't know what Darren could have said in the locker room other than, okay, did he get your shit out of the way now? Can we, can we just cut that shit out in the future? <laughs> Please. There's- there's there's nothing really. No, that's that's one of those games where you like you gotta hope you come back from it, right? Like and it looks like they did. Sorry. They um, they did, but it was getting dicey. It, <laughs> <laughs> they they crawled back from 
Is that what we're going to call it? Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Like, they were getting kicked out of the bar, but so one of their friends was able to, like, kind of talk the bouncer out of it. Like, they, that's where they're at. Like, he's not going to do any more shots, I swear. Like, it's just we're water for the off. rest of the night. Like, he has to stay with us, and we're really enjoying it. How about I buy you a beer? <laughs> We've all that, done that. We've all done that same song and dance. Come on. That that is Richmond. They are they were right. getting ready. Like the bouncer is about to be like, okay, you gotta go. The homies stepped up. They're like, we got that. They talk, somehow smooth talked the way out of it, and now Richmond is very much on thin ice. <laughs> oh, oh man. I just don't yeah. understand that match. Like <laughs> I just remember looking at the. I just remember just looking and being like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. No, I didn't. I I didn't even watch the rest of the games that night. Like, I had to go back. I just was like, I got home from the Greenville game. I was like, I'm just gonna go to bed tonight and not gonna watch any more games. Um, and then I like looked at everything the next morning. I was like, "What happened? What yeah. in the world?" Like, I was at the Burna Boy concert, and when that ended, I saw it. I was like, okay, this Greenville, Omaha, whatever. And then I saw Richmond score. I was like, what? What? <laughs> and I didn't know about the cards. I just saw 3 1. I was like, what the fuck happened? And then once yeah. we, I was saying at Jake's place, shout out Jake. Um, <laughs> and I was laying there, and I saw what happened. I was like, I don't know if it's the edible still kicking in, but I'm going to just go to back. I'm going to go to sleep. This, is, <laughs> this ain't adding up. This can't be real. And so. We'll move on from the weekend, and we'll come into Tuesday when Ford and Union Omaha played to a thrilling nil-nil draw. <laughs> That's about all I got for you. That's the amount of excitement you get from me today, okay? Thrilling is being generous. <laughs> yeah. The better game was afterwards, so. <laughs> yes. No, no. 100%. The Special Olympics Unified match was so much better. <laughs> Let's talk about that one, because this one was shit. <laughs> Omaha's Unified team had plenty of chances. Madison's yep. keeper was making saves left and right. It was like, it was like Madison could have caught a couple goals late in the first half. Um, first half was their answer chain, despite that being also 0-0. And then the second half came, and there was just chaos in the box, and unfortunately, just like ricocheted off a of Madison defender into an own goal. So that was unfortunate. Oh, I Madison, know what those are like. Yeah, yeah it, it yeah. was, it, and like this was happening right in front of me. I was just like, you kind of want to hope that, like, if they're trying to clear it, they're trying to get out of it, and it's, it didn't work. It is what it is. The second goal, now that shit was a rocket. It was from like thirty, so it was outside the box. It just went, and I was like. My God, I can't even be mad. Like, I, the keeper could not do shit on that. So shout out the second goal for Omaha, because that was that was a rocket. It was I was I don't think anyone expected them to shoot it, let alone, and it wasn't going on target. It was it seemed like it was gonna maybe like go just wide, and then it just was able to creep in and get it there. I was like, damn. Yeah, unfortunately Madison lost that one, but I can't be mad at that second goal for Omaha because that was fucking impressive yeah much more much better than the first game than the um actual uh, than the league one match yeah no we can just we can just leave it at that i'm good with that (laughs) and then there was another game three two three (laughs) richmond kick in cfc two (laughs) i was i'm not gonna lie I was ready to get ready for today and talk about 
So that panic button, um, Richmond. <laughs> How's it going? To uh, be fair, we scored more goals. Okay, <laughs> we scored more goals. Yes, the classic. We scored more goals. We, that, that's we, the only way you can salvage that, I guess. Yep. Uh, no, I was ready. I was like, you know. Matt was getting pretty cocky at the midseason show. Like he was feeling himself. <laughs> and then here they are looking rough. Almost two uh, games in a row. Almost two games where they're they're losing and, and especially playing in NCFC. I was like, yep, they can't seem to break that curse. It's happening uh, again. Uh, and then Terzaki equalized. I was like, okay, well, I was like, draw, I, like, literally, literally Terzaki equalized. And I was like, it's always fucking Terzaki. Always. <laughs> And because I had a new like uh, I had a new person with me that day. Shout out to Tay because she she joined the Dead Wells media team and she was shooting for the first time for for both teams and like I was just standing beside her and I was like always fucking him always and I was just not happy. <laughs> I was I all I could do was laugh and I was like this is this is. He always finds a fucking way. I yep. don't know how this man does it. He's like 60 years old, but yet somehow <laughs> he's still fucking nailing in bangers off his fucking head. And like, I'm that whole goal, you can't even, I mean, that was just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. But, like, you can't even be mad about it. Like, you're saying you're laughing. You can't be mad about that goal. No, I can't. Like, and if it ended there, now I would have the, been now, like, you know what? Now the third one. <laughs> the third one. I just was like, you know what? Take this off. Put this down. I'm going to just go home. <laughs> I'm going to go home like my defenders went home in the 91st minute. I'm going to go home. <laughs> we all got we all got a head start on the non-existent traffic because we were rain delayed for like two hours. Uh, I think my favorite is just no, like he the is a league legend, and just... I fucking hate it. He is a league legend. I hate it so much. Just the last like 20-ish minutes was just like, okay, you get the yellow card, you get a goal, you get another Richmond yellow card. I'm like, Richmond, you're gonna really fucking do this again, aren't you? <laughs> and then North Carolina got a yellow card, it's like, okay, whatever. And then Terzaga is like, all right. You know, a draw, you know, for Richmond, a draw, you take a draw. You got to take a, a draw. A draw is a win. A draw is a win for <laughs> Richmond in that moment because, you know what? They came. They were, it was looking like it was about to be the curse again. Max put in a, Max put in a really good goal. I think it was the rebound off of uh, Akira. It was hilarious. <clears throat> and, but shit. That, but, that goal no. <laughs> in the 95th. That just like, I was like, wow, I didn't know that soccer could hurt this much. And I was like, you know what? I'm lying to myself. I knew soccer could hurt this much. I just didn't want it to hurt this much today. Right. So, <laughs> so that's where that's where I am right now. I am love my boys. I'm a dead well till I die, but damn man. It's like <laughs> just give me a break. It really just <laughs> It didn't, no. like I said, I had the death, like, I had it ready. I had the RIP. No. I had the panic button. I was set. 
I was going to just put out tweets and Yogi was going to be pissed off about it. And Well, he's, well what's he going to do? It's his anniversary. He couldn't do anything. Right. He he's too busy. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, yeah, he was just going to have to sit there mad. He was just gonna have to sit there, and be mad because he can't go and tweet anything at me. He was gonna like I was thinking this is my chance. Dang it! And he was then... checking the password tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just annoying because like it was like what like ten seconds like you're North Carolina is ten seconds away from like being set, and then just the ricochet. <laughs> God, oh my gosh, that blew me away. That just <sighs> that ricochet. I was like, I knew in that moment. I was like, oh, that's that's a goal. That's a goal for Richmond. No matter what happens next, that's a goal for Richmond. <sighs> sure enough, uh, I I don't know what I don't know what North Carolina can do to rebound from that because that's just tough. <laughs> look, look, my boy. That's that's when you say the game's cheating, right? <laughs> <laughs> game's haunted, okay? <laughs> game's haunted. The game was cheating. You're throwing it away. You're returning it to the store. Like, nope, this game is rigged. It, it... <laughs> I need a new one. Just fucking a. All right, I just uh, let's let's not make Ebony sad more. <laughs> fair. All right. <laughs> we were talking about the panic button, so let's keep getting into it. It's panic button time. We got who is safe, who we slotting the button to, and who should already be pushing it. So let's start with the highest of the high. Who is safe? Who doesn't need one? Who is riding high right now? Who is who's who is just like, you know what? I'm good. We can coast to the playoffs. We just gonna keep making our money moves. Who we got? I mean, obviously Greenville. Yeah. Like, if there's any team that it should be good, Greenville should not. Greenville should not know there is a button that exists. Yeah. Right. At this point, we are. We don't have a button. That's not a thing. Like you are ten points clear of the playoffs. You are eight points clear of a first round bye. Even if Ford Madison wins their two games at hand, then you're two points clear. Like. Or four points clear, Richmond. Like you're, you're good. Like right now, vibes are good in Greenville. No panic button for them. Nope, they are very good. Just speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it really does sense something that you can blow like a four zero lead and still, and everyone's just like, yeah, you're okay. <laughs> yeah, that was like okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Obviously, you don't want to do that again, but bro, that was a fun game to watch. Right. <laughs> Don't do it again, <laughs> but at least at least if you're going to do it, now is the time. Hey, I was entertained. <laughs> oh, I was entertained. Don't worry. Everyone was entertained. It's just... Oh, yeah, for sure. You do it. I do. definitely so, yeah, think I, Madison... I, I... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it for you, Kyle, because I wouldn't say Greenville. I'm not, I'm not going to force you to say Madison, but I think Madison is like... They're safe. They're coasting. Um, I think so, too. Yeah. I think at least playoffs and potentially home game yeah i i feel good about that now we'll see how august goes because it's very road heavy and if madison can Mm. still chip away some points on the road then i'll feel really good but right now yeah i don't i don't think there needs to be a panic button in in bree stevens field uh another team who is safe tormenta 
they're coming in hot and they're they're riding that defense wins championships train all the way into a playoff. So I don't think they need a panic button. I think they're I think they're riding they're riding good right now. It was looking it was looking dicey for a bit. It was it's so weird, man. I don't understand it. Like it, it, like May was not good to them. May was definitely like they get the doors blown off of them by uh, Fuego. They lost to Tucson at home. They draw to Richmond. They drew to like they kept kept racking up draws. It was not looking good in May. And then somehow, and then it worked out. <laughs> Cat grief. Now this is where we all kind of like. Shook it up a little bit. Where are you putting Richmond? I, I know where <laughs> I know where I'm putting Richmond. I'm I'm sliding them a button. I'm still sliding them a button. Like I'm not telling you to push it, but I just want you to hold on to this for a little bit. A love and tenderness, okay? <laughs> Just keep it close. Like, keep it at arm's reach. Like, don't put it, like, right next to the mouse, but, like, you know, that candle that you got sitting at the edge of your table, just put it right beside that. And then just, you know, in case. <laughs> just in case. You light a candle, and then you hit the button. That's what that's what that's there for. It's, you reach I'm, out and touch it. I don't think that, you know, I'm, I'm starting, like, once they started the analogy of, like, you were got, about to get kicked out of the bar, I'm also. I think I'm going to shift my opinion to. It's there, you know. It, it, I I was going to say I was ten seconds away from. No, you got to hit that button. So, it's it's there. It's you know on the coffee table, you know it's next to your beer. Your your when you grab your beer, you see that panic button. You're like, huh, okay, and then you just go back to drinking, and it, it it's prominent. It's prominently on the table. It's right there in the middle of your coffee table. I'm going to give them one more game just because, you know, like they got the most goal scored in the league, you know, and they've only conceded 23. Obviously, they're in a bit of a blip. If the blip continues to be and becomes just like bad form, I mean, that's when you start asking questions. I, right now, I mean, they're, they're second with 33 goals. Like yeah, nobody is even close to that. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think they should still feel, feel pretty good. I do think – the fact that you know you probably don't have Bolaños anymore and things like that definitely changed the changed the landscape a little bit, or at least don't have him for a little while. I don't know how long he's out, um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. Yeah, it's de- I would say I would say closer to the candle, not in the middle. I put that I put that panic button close to the candle. I'm just saying so you we, got no code Tucson. If you can't get at least four, if you can't beat Tucson. <laughs> Not a, you cannot lose to Tucson. I'm putting, I'm having, you're hitting that button. I don't care what you do against Noko. You lose to Tucson the following week at home. That, that button's getting pressed. Yeah. Okay. Especially considering what happened at the beginning of the season against Tucson. The very, like, I mean, it's a different team now, I guess, but, um, but still. Yeah. <laughs> at home. So. Like, if it was at Tucson, okay, fine, whatever. But it's home. Yeah. You can't lose that game. Okay. So we're we're sliding them a button, but we're not telling them to push it yet. Okay. No. Omaha. I have it. I think it's the same thing. I think it's no, the no, same thing. No, no, they they <clears throat> here's the thing. 
if you're an Omaha fan, you can have two. I feel like there's two viewpoints of Omaha's running right now, and both are very valid. On the one hand, you haven't lost since your since the Open Cup. You have not lost a game, and I think it's been like six games. You haven't lost. Yeah. You had some tough matches going to Greenville and then immediately turning around like three days later, going to Madison, getting draws. Not bad. Totally understandable. So that's one way to look at it. On the other, you have all these games in hand and you're not getting wins. You're only getting draws. And you've already got eight draws this season. (laughs) And I'm just saying as a fan of a team who had all these games in hand and they turn into draws. They get really annoying. <laughs> and you only have two wins in your last six. You can't score. Like we said, I don't know where the goals are coming from. So yeah. Omaha, I that button is, it's not as prominent as Richmond's. It's kind of more of the, it's there. It's, it's, on, it's on the kitchen counter. Okay. It's so there. you gotta see it when you gotta go get another beer. Gotcha. Like you're making dinner, it's there, and you like just acknowledge that it's there, and you don't want to like mess with it. It's not like a bad thing. Now, if they don't win against Chattanooga on Saturday, that button's getting a lot closer to James's face. And <laughs> I'm just saying, like, no, I I don't think Omaha needs to press the panic button, but. It's there. I'm I'm saying it's there. I don't think they're safe. I don't think anybody's. That's the thing. I, I think there are very few people, very few teams, maybe one that are safe right now. Safe, safe. Yeah. And yeah, it's, with, I like it's a very much a Richmond thing. Like you have the potential. It's there. You just got to find someone to score. Mm-hmm. Once you do that, you're 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 jumping like leaps and bounds up the table and they conceded 12 goals all season 12 that's 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 insane insane. like that's crazy defense yeah defensively is the only reason why they are still in this because the attack has been bad abysmal yeah it's been bad and that i think is the problem it'd be one thing you can ride on the defense i i don't know who tweeted it someone tweeted it's like you can't you can't lose if you don't allow the other team to score, which is true. But you also can't win if you don't score. Yeah. We'll see. And I don't know if you've seen, but 30 points will not get you top of the league. Just 30 draws will not get you top of the league. So, <laughs> um, that's, not, that's not how that's going to work this year. Yeah. So. All right, so we've already put two people, two teams into the who we slot in a button category. Let's fill out the rest. Definitely slot in a button to my team mm-hmm. in CFC. Like, mm-hmm. you've got – you clearly have the scoring talent. We've seen it. You've got the midfield. You've got the – you just got to get that defense. So, if that defense can't come together over these next couple of games, especially because we head out to Tucson – and we've got to get some points there. It that that button is just sitting right there. You can put that one next to the mouse, like mm-hmm. just it's just like a quick tap. Like you're there, it's there. We're sliding you a button, but you don't have to push it just yet. But 
let a couple of more of these results come out where we're just like collapsing on defense, losing that lapse of judgment, and it might be time to push it once or twice. So let's see. Yeah, it's, it, crazy. it's it's right there. It's damn close. Yeah. yeah. Like out of all the teams that have the sliding a button, North Carolina's the closest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. It's it's just so crazy because you look at you know North Carolina's offense, literally the most consistent offense in the league. Only one correct me if I'm wrong, but they've scored in every single game they've played, right? Yes. Yes. So like <laughs> <laughs> Even when their leading scorer, Garrett McLaughlin, is not scoring, someone's stepping up. And so the fact that someone is always stepping up and they still can't get wins has to be absolutely frustrating. Yes. Like, you know, you would know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just there is not another team like that in this league this year. I mean, like there are plenty of incredibly talented teams, but not one has scored in every single game except for NCFC. And the fact that there are so many offensive weapons on this team consistently getting goals in the back of the net and still not getting wins, it's just – yeah, that that's the – that's why that panic button is right there. It's just incredibly annoying. Yeah, because I feel like what happens if for some reason North Carolina goes just even like two matches without scoring, then it's like, okay – that's that is the scary part. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. If they're not scoring anymore, that's when everything starts to fall apart. And that that's where you see a 2021 part two. You know yeah. Yeah. I just that just triggered me. I don't know what just happened there. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, another, another team we're sliding a button to. Chatta. Nope. Not me. <laughs> no. No. You think they're oh, safe? That's a chat. Oh, uh, okay, no, chat is hitting the button. We'll talk about them. We'll, we'll, you slid the button a couple weeks ago. So then let's skip chat. Let's go to the other team we have down here. Fuego. I'm sliding them a button just because it's like we still don't. There's still so much like unknown. But, like, not in, like, the Charlotte unknown, like, kind of the good unknown, which is right. weird. Uh, so, we don't really know what they need, but we know that they probably could shore up a couple things to, like, really push themselves up into the into the playoff spots, for me at least. They have to be one of the most confusing <clears throat> for me. Like, I, I said the beginning of the season, I was like, they're going to be in 11th place. Like, that's I straight up said. I'm, no, I said 10th place, I think. I said, I think they're going to be in 10th place. And, like, at the beginning of the season, they were getting all these wins. It's like, what the heck? Then, you know, obviously, they didn't create anything at all. And I was like, okay, I think, you know, like, things aren't going well, blah, blah, blah. But time and time again, they find these ridiculous ways to win games. Part of it is that they just have some really good individual players with just individual skill. Like, think about Sharif and, um, I mean, even Christian Cheney is really good, Victor Falk, um, and, you know, the list goes on. But they have a ton of really good individual moments, but, like, they're just so good. I mean, at, at times. At times, their defense is really good. They, they drop into that low block really well, and it's really hard to break down sometimes. And then also you got Ant-Man. So, which, you know. 
Fuego reminds me of last year's North Texas, where it's mm. like this team is not convincing me that they're good, but they have enough. Kind of like what you said, Brandon. There's enough players where that can get them like a fifth or sixth seed. Like exactly. it, they can get a fifth or sixth seed because you're also look like just looking at the other teams. It's like okay, Omaha's currently six, but we. I still feel like Omaha is probably going to be a playoff team. It's just they're probably going to be – that's going to be more of a three, four – like two through four is where Omaha will land. Mm. And then the other teams in contention, yeah, Charlotte. Uh, that's not looking great. Chattanooga, who I've already told is hitting the button. NOCO is like up there in North Carolina. So like all these other teams. So it's like there's enough where – I don't know. I don't know if I can confidently say any of those teams below Fuego between Charlotte, Chattanooga, Noco, and North Carolina. I can't say I confidently would put any of them ahead of Fuego. Mm. But I also don't know if Fuego's that good enough. So that's why I'm thinking they're going to be a fifth or sixth. And then it's like, okay, you'll get there, but it's because you have three or four players and Ant Man. Like Ant Man, you got Bielev, you got Falk, you got Chaney. <coughs> that might be enough. To get you to a playoff spot. I can't believe I didn't mention BJ. <laughs> so, I mean, like, Fuego's button is definitely in the... Where would I put Fuego's button? It's on the nightstand. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we no went all room. over this house. Where, <laughs> where, where, where is, that is this a studio? Where, Fuego is? where is Fuego? Are they in the living room? The kitchen? Where are we at here? Where does, they, it's on the nightstand. Like... You don't know it's there until you actually start having to look at it. Like you don't notice it until you go to bed, and then you you give it like five seconds. You go to sleep. You're good, bro. Is this a studio apartment? What are you in a double wide? What's happening here? This is a six hundred foot one bedroom apartment. All right. Okay. 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 okay now I'm- you are downtown. You are in downtown uh, Fresno. There we go. Okay. So I I'm sliding chat a button, but Kyle is very much. He drove to Chattanooga to push the button for them. Like he he presented it and pushed it like with the, with I, the plaque right along with a plaque with the button. Right. Congratulations, here's your button with the falsified contract. It, it's right there. Right. It's right there. I don't think Look. they're that bad. I just I I know they have some things to work on. Is but like are they losing their touch? I mean. Yeah, here three losses out of five, but yeah, it's just the ever since the thrashing of Charlotte, they lost at home to Tucson, they scrape out a win against Richmond, they lose again. No, wait, sorry, no, they no, wait, no, the schedule keeps like fucking up and changing on me. Anyway, point is for a team as that we were all thinking top two maybe three in Chattanooga, like a team that we had very high expectations for, and they are falling short of that. And the goal difference makes it look like things are okay, but it's, I don't, it's really not. It's being inflated by scoring seven goals against Charlotte. You know, four against Northern Colorado. Yeah. yeah, like there's some games like yeah. when they're on, they are on and they look like the best team in the league when they are on their day. But we've only seen that so many times and it's getting to the point where for a team with the high expectations, 
Plus, you have Oblata suspended for who knows what. I It's starting to get a concerning side of it. It's like, this is not a team that we are expecting to be scraping it, like battling for a playoff spot. So that's why I think they need to be hitting it because, like, we are not where we should be. We are not where we think we should be. We are not where most people thought we would be. And that's why I'm hitting it for them because you're doing all – like, you have all that and your coach is suspended, and we don't know when he's coming back. And that might be a good thing, but we don't know. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they – you know, they should have won. But the fact that they looked like they should have won and all that stuff off the field is happening, that's a, that's a decent sign, right, I think. Um, the fact that you can, you know, hold it together, uh, I think that's okay. But, man, I just... If it's, go- if it's still happening in, like, the next two or three games, then I'm like, yeah, go ahead and hit it. Like, it's time. But, like you said, they're overcoming a lot of stuff off the field to, like, Still, it looks bad, but still get, like, a point here and there to, like, keep, keep like, I don't want to say level, but keep pace with the teams around you. Yeah, and they're just now getting a healthy defense, too. Right. I like, mean, like, make no mistake, when you wake up, there should be someone dangling that button, like, right in front of your face to go I, off a of cause analogy. I've already hit it for them. Like, it's an alarm at this rate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He didn't even take it down there. He just hit yeah. it and he said, okay, I got this. He, he FaceTimed him and was like, yo, I got this for you. Okay, bye. <laughs> that so. will make the Saturday's match between Omaha and Chattanooga interesting because a loss probably puts both, like, and for you two, it's like a loss probably puts the loser into maybe hitting it while a win at least, maybe not gets them to safe, but it's the, the, the bun's not as prominent. All right. I would say... If Chattanooga wins and Omaha doesn't score, that'll be far worse than if Chattanooga loses like three to two or something like that. Because I mean, like if if they can't score again against Chattanooga and lose, that's when Omaha has to start really, really asking some questions. Chattanooga is going to find their way, going to find a way to chaos their way into that sixth spot by the end of the season, probably. Yeah, probably. All right, so since we're already there. Who do we already have pushing it? We'll save Chatta. We already know Chatta. Like, we got them. But, Noko, I think they should be pushing it for this reason from Dave. They, they can't get rhythm. They can't learn a field. So, they can't learn how it bounces for them at home to give them a home field advantage. So, they can't do shit. Like they're not winning on the road, so they're and they're not doing it at home because they can't they can't figure out what home means because that's on the road, right? <laughs> so <laughs> so shit like they're just playing thirty road games this year. <laughs> so at this point, it's just like fuck it, you gotta hit something, and I guess it's the button. Yeah, I mean it's so confusing because they they again one of those teams that they have some of the most talented players in the league. Like bar none, some of the most talented players in this league, but they have no ability to get any sort of consistency because that very thing. Like, I mean, it, when they were playing at Colorado State, it took two and a half games for them to understand how the ball, you know, really interacted with that turf, just because it was so it was so ridiculous. It was just it it, it like cruised across the turf, and so trying to understand how that interacted was 
insane. And then by the time they figured it out, <laughs> by Colorado State, but <laughs> we're going off to a high school. It's just... I... I am not hitting it for Noco just yet. Really? It's on it's on the garage. It's on the garage door opener. Oh my like, god. It's right there. Like you have the garage door opener. <laughs> First of all, how are we affording a garage on a six hundred square foot apartment? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Have you, heard, have you seen house what, prices? You got- oh, I don't, they're insane. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to listen have, to this back and go, when did I turn partner. into a finance? Right, right. What is this, Zillow? This <laughs> is a Zillow podcast. Look, the, there's, a, there's the apartment, and then you have the underground parking. It's part, That's part of your rent. You know, you have you have one spot. So if you're rooming with someone, you're SOL. But you get one spot. If someone else wants it, they're on the street. You, it, it, It's right there. It's it's right there. God, and the only reason why I'm not hitting it for them yet is... Fake. <laughs> I wish the, Look, they, I don't they know to be afforded an apartment and a garage, bro. We don't know what the hell Noko is doing. Oh, that's okay. Fair. But they're not hitting the yeah, button. No we don't know. Here's the thing: we don't know the money's coming from. We don't know who owns the team. We don't know who's in the front office. We don't know where they're what's going out their stadium. Like this could be a good old front, and I'm not challenging that right now. Like I'm gonna put it right there for them. I'm not hitting it for them. They can hit it themselves, but I'm sliding it to them. What they would decide to do with it, be my guess. But it is next to the garage door opener. Yeah. Well, and I think that's they. Like I said, they they have so many incredibly talented players, like that they could totally turn this around. They finally have some sort of consistency playing in a high school for the rest of the season. Exactly. Um, At least now they have a plan for the rest of the year. There's no, we don't know what where we're going to be. We don't know what's next. They know where they're going to be. At, that is something. And you're still trying to have players play in high altitude. Yeah. We'll see. Next yeah. couple of games for sure. Oh, I, I don't know how you're not hitting it for them. I don't get it. All right. Who should be hitting it? Tucson. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Tucson already hit it. <laughs> Tucson, Tucson done three, hit but... it. <laughs> yeah. They were done. They were over it. Uh Charlotte. I don't know what this team is. <laughs> Just... It doesn't uh, make sense. I, to say. I would hit it for Charlotte just because they can't defend. They've was like 30 Omaha's Omaha can't defend. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's literally the opposite. It's literally yeah, like, oh, time, yeah, like it makes no sense. But it's easy to teach someone to score. It's hard to make someone jump back in defense. So Charlotte got to figure it out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, like, we talked about this before the show. Like when you know when Corey Bennett. He's a fant- I think he's a fantastic player. I think he's got. I think he's. I think he's an incredibly talented player. But he just cannot strike that ball in a way that's going to get it in the back of the net. That dude gets in it. I mean, he's just every other part of his game is fantastic. The problem is, is like because of that, the only other person who's like attacking is Trezor and Booty. You know, right now, like that's that's your main goal scoring output. And then when they played Noko, Noko just like said, okay, like fine, we'll just put three people 
around him and not let him carry the ball forward so that you cannot let him score. And he didn't. And so they lost. And they only scored because they had to take 17 penalties um, <laughs> for the one penalty. Um, so, like, if if some, if some teams do that, like, they haven't shown that they can do much else, right? Like, and, like, with Charlotte, the way Charlotte he is, is, like, no, no. Like, he's not going to be there Charlotte is Tottenham. Yeah, right. Thank you. Yes. 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 They got two dudes. They got like two dudes that can attack and a whole lot of nothing else that makes you think, okay, they're going to be legit. <laughs> they yes. are Tottenham. Like the two players that they have are really good. And Buyu is really good. And when Ibarra is like, when Ibarra has time, he is really good. <laughs> and everyone else is just unreliable, unserious. Not like you don't have faith in these people. You don't have faith in them. Like they're gonna get to a big game. They're gonna choke it out. They're gonna choke it. Ibarra and Buyu will not be there next season. So, well, I mean, Ibarra was supposedly trying to get time with Charlotte, anyways. They have them on the side, right? So I don't know why he's still here. They could definitely use him. (laughs) Like, fuck. I don't know. This is it's. I don't know. This is just for me. I, I at this point, uh, I, I'm I'm not gonna hit the panic button for him just because again, like for some reason, no one except for Noko has figured out how to keep them from scoring. Even I mean, they've only scored like 25 goals, but I mean that's still one of the highest rec- highest goal scoring records in the league. Um, and now if they concede, you know, 17 more in the next couple weeks, then whatever. But until until somebody can finally stop Trezor for good, I can't hit the penny button just yet. <sighs> I'm right there. No, like for real. Like no, this thing. Like if if you were eating at your dinner table, this thing's on the plate. Like we just put. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. now so so they can afford they can afford a dinner table and <laughs> and a garage. It's Charlotte. It's, this one's, we're in Charlotte now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's cheaper. No. No, so it's it's on the plate. It's on top of the food. Like we put it in the to go box with the with with their to go food. So, but I wouldn't hit it just yet. The no, only reason I'm hitting it it's is it's on the keychain. It's on the keychain. Like it's just it's there. on the keychain. Okay, you you're gonna yeah. hit it whether you intentionally do it or not. It's on the keychain, and it's, you sit it's on it on accident, and it goes off. Right? They you should they should have already been pushing it. They should have already been pushing it. After that crazy week of like, oh, we can't defend, so we're just gonna go try to outscore everyone, and then we get a lowly forward who just who's still right, who's still henny drunk, and exactly, and we're like, <laughs> no, like, ah, fuck it, we don't give a shit. So they 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 have all the pieces that like in that first half of the field, midfield and forward. Solid defense is running on fumes and vibes, <laughs> and, and there's just someday. I I guess Noko just needs to send a quick text message to everybody that goes, "Don't let you score," and <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan. That's the kit. And everyone's like, "No shit, <laughs> we tried. <laughs> We've been doing that this whole season, trying." It's, 
So I don't know. Someone eventually is gonna be like, oh wait, did we get that text? It's still left on red. Oh damn. <laughs> and they're gonna figure it out. And then there we go. Boom. <laughs> That's the end of their season. Like they're gonna be battling No Cove to see who not No Cove. They're gonna be battling Tucson to see who can hold up the end of the table. Like I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm so I'm, Tucson. Tucson's panic button is basically the lock screen, and it's like you gotta, you just gotta hit it to unlock. You gotta your hit phone. it though. You gotta hit yeah. that. You gotta hit it on your phone. Just suck it. Just hit it. Just that. That's where. That's where I'm with Tucson. Right there. All right. What do we got coming up this week? A whole lot of nothing. I've been looking at the schedule, and it looks very boring. It's gonna be chaos because Charlotte's playing, and we don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. Uh, <laughs> against the other team, yeah, them. yeah, that that could literally be everything that is that is the entire chaos. And it's a Friday year. night, and the last time these two teams played in Charlotte on a Friday night, we got we had what we thought was the most chaotic game of the year in week three. Right, <laughs> I there forgot. This is the exact same situation. Same situation. <laughs> miserable. It's gonna be great. Oh, shit. I don't want soccer. Oh my god. <laughs> so I think we found our chaos game. Is this our chaos game? Yes. Yes. Charlotte versus Central Valley. I'm okay with that being the chaos game. I want everyone to know that every time I do this thing where I make our chaos game of the week, I just erase the part that doesn't say Charlotte and then I just put in the other team. <laughs> <laughs> it's a template at this point. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the Friday night game. Friday night lights coming at you. <laughs> Saturday. Oh, Saturday could also be chaos. I don't know. Oh my gosh! And it's mainly because of one game. <laughs> it's Greenville versus Georgia. I hate oh, that game. I'm so saying much. Omaha Chattanooga. <laughs> really? That's going to be your chaos? That's chaos for you too? It's or is that if, if they want to? If anybody wants to win that game, it's not chaos for. I'm not making it my chaos game, but it is <laughs> damn close. And it's only because you have two teams who need a win. On a mm-hmm. narrow ass baseball field, mm-hmm. and both teams like being aggressive. It has all the ingredients to be chaotic. It would have been it's my chaos, chaos game of the week had it not been for the fact that I have a team in Charlotte that will not do anything to resemble a full, a complete performance, top to bottom. <laughs> Yeah, if, if it doesn't become the, the if it doesn't suddenly become the chaos game of the week, that that just means that neither team did a good enough job to uh, to pull out the win, in my opinion. It's like Here's we're going to choose Charlotte as our chaos, but we're hoping to be proven wrong by Omaha Chattanooga. It, it's kind of like the it, it's actually kind of like the unattentive boyfriend, where it's like it's clear like the girlfriend is clearly charlie um fuego but the other chick is omaha chattanooga that that's what i'm at yeah like i'm we're eyeing it up these analogies are just (laughs) something else today (laughs) oh my gosh i gotta be honest i'm willing to say this on camera i don't care i get so nervous for this greenville tormented game i 
We play on the road. I'm fine. I'll, I would rather play Tormenta at Tormenta at this point. Like, it's it's so nerve wracking. I don't. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember the last time we beat Tormenta in Greenville. Talk about a curse. Like talk about Richmond NCFC. It's the same exact thing. I think the last time was 2019 or 2020. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was 2021. Oh. Uh, I'm not gonna look right now though. Um, My gut would tell me 2020 because I feel like Greenville just won almost every game in 2020, but there's only 16, but you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, I get so nervous. I mean, every single time something chaotic happens that causes Tormenta to draw or win at Greenville. So, I'm a, I mean, obviously, like, I think we're the better team. That's Probably. fair. Partly because I'm biased and partly just because I think it's true. No, I think you're the better team. Like, so, yeah. But it's all like I never feel like in that game, that is like the the Richmond to NCFC game for me. Like I never feel confident going into that. And and it's not even because of the players. It has nothing to do with our players. It's just like this weird curse. I, I feel like this is one of those games where either chat – not Chattanooga, sorry. Either Tormento runs away and wins like 3-0 or it's like Greenville like 1-0. I feel like it's going to be either a very close Greenville win, but they keep the clean sheet, or Tormento's just going to have like a goal blitz out of nowhere. Like I don't, I I think that's the thing. It's just weird because we've seen Tormenta score goals in bunches, but we've also seen them when they were up a man at home, incapable of scoring. And we saw that they had a stretch of not being able to score at home. So I don't does, know. Does I'm leaning towards the... Greenville. Really? Only because I feel oh. more I feel more confident picking Greenville at home than I would Tormenta coming in. I, I, I just ha- I think I'm just slightly leaning Greenville at home. I feel more confidence there. Does uh, Tormenta take the power of and the inspiration of their W League team winning a championship, and go, you know what? We're gonna carry that that winning feeling all the way through. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, no, don't take no. Leave it at home. <laughs> Keep it with the women's team. Let's let's get some U.S. Women's National Team energy here. Keep it with the women's team. <laughs> Keep it in Statesville, please. Okay. <clears throat> That's all I'm asking. I it's I don't think it's gonna be a five five, but I do think it's gonna be like two two. Nothing I'm crazy. Say, yeah, it's gonna be stupid. Yeah. And then we got Ford versus Noco. See that one, I'm nervous. Not because I don't think Ford Madison win, but because everyone else thinks Ford Madison can win. And after he, everyone was shitting on them, it was good having the confidence. Like, no, they're fine. And now people are yeah. like, wait, maybe they're actually good. And now they're pay- and now they're starting to be like, wait, we're gonna pick Ford Madison. I don't, I don't like that feeling right now. Like, all right, no? like, okay. Too many, too many people that would shit on them relentlessly are starting to get behind them, and I'm thinking there's that. a bad, vo- there's some bad voodoo there. It was gonna be my vibes, uh, mainly, the- mainly the USL show. Like everyone in the USL show picked in. I'm like, hold up, most of the time this fails. <laughs> yeah. Don't like that. Let's yeah, 
that's too much confidence. That's too much confidence. I think I, I believe Madison in you. Win. I think Ford Madison will win. It's going to be like a 3-1. But it's one of those where it's like... Plus, I wonder, I am going to be curious if they uh, get past 4,700 for attendance. It's going to be the vibes game, just letting you know. Like, it's going to be a smooth... It should be a smooth 2-0 or 3-1 forward win. I just need y'all... I mean, all the other games are like everything can't be chaos because if everything's chaos, nothing's chaos. So I was gonna have Tucson, North Carolina, be my vibes game. For who? <laughs> I'm just saying, both teams. You got North Carolina who can score at will. You got Tucson where when they decide to play well, they look competent. I think it could be entertaining. And at this point, they're both just playing for fun. So, wow, wow. wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Wait, sorry. you know what? I have veto power. I'm in charge. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Oh, yeah, I, I, I would lead towards that being my vibes game. I, I feel like there's potential there. Yeah. And. What other game is there? There's oh well we we already talked a little bit about it. Omaha versus Chata. It should be chaos for both teams, but it's gonna be one one for the rest of us. It's <laughs> just... gonna be absolute chaos or just yeah, another well, draw. I don't know. It could be a draw, and I will hear that someone at Omaha has thrown a giant tantrum on Twitter. Omaha could win it. Chattanooga could win it. I don't know what the hell I'm going to expect after the Ford Madison game ends. I any possibility will not surprise me. Yes, there will be complaining. I just don't know from <laughs> who or about what. Oh uh, yes. And the last one, we touched on it a little bit, but it is Tucson versus NCFC out in the desert, out there, late night game, not watching it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mainly because no, okay, I have a lately, first birthday Tucson, party. I feel like, well, I was going to say, I feel like Tucson have had a lot of matches lately that I've had a weather delay, so, you know, it's probably safe. That's the problem. I'm That's not doing problem. it. Isn't it is it monsoon season right now? Shit! What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> we can we can ask the kit. Ooh, ooh! I have. There are two matches that will be Tuesday, and Wednesday. So we will have. We will not have met up by time. We can get to those as well. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like North Carolina Tucson is just gonna be like a fuck it, throw it on, and if you fall asleep, okay. If you want to stay up, that's not a bad thing. Right. I think there are definitely be goals in this one because they're both both conceding this year. I mean, I think it'd be fun to watch as far as from that perspective goes. But it'll probably end in like a 2-2 draw. Why do you like hurting me? I don't get this. <laughs> I thought we were friends. I don't listen, get it. Listen, I have been one of the biggest like defenders of NCFC. Um, <laughs> this before the season started and even into it. And that I is true. <laughs> Like, I don't think anybody that is not a fan has been a bigger defender of NCFC. And I have, I, there's a joke I could make right there, and I'm not going to make it. 
But it's just, I think it's the mental collapses. I, that's that's the only thing that worries me. I don't think it's the ability level at all. Again, fantastic group of players. I just think it's it's the mental issues. I until until they can string together a complete performance, I I can't. I'm gonna keep making the joke. Yeah, I get it. It just hurts. <laughs> That's fair. It's if it makes you feel any better, it's not directed at you at all. Oh, I know. It's just it hurts. It always hurts. Why do I watch soccer? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, European soccer's right around the corner. Oh, fun! Oh, great! So I can be hurt in the morning and at night on Saturdays. Okay, so just yes. elongate the hurt. Look, you got okay. the courage. They they can provide some goodness in your afternoon. Where, <laughs> where, sir? Where? I don't know. I feel like I feel like the courage don't. I feel like the courage can at least give you some hope. We'll see. I'm just out here vibing. <laughs> vibing in all these jerseys and tears okay that's that is my <laughs> we'll see okay. but the two other matches so tuesday august 2nd oh, richmond goes to noco yeah <laughs> richmond's not doing too great on the road so yeah <laughs> we'll they're gonna win last year but i mean yeah. not great yeah. but not yeah just saying. <sighs> that one's gonna be fun. I think that one. That one's got uh loser hits panic button vibes as well. Yeah, loser goes well. Which means there's definitely gonna be a red card because that's already possible with this matchup. <laughs> well, with Richmond lately, it's probably gonna happen. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You got They're Richmond all... and Noko, and they oh. have to win. oh, there's a red card. At least one red card in this game. Richmond is without two of their starting <laughs> defenders. <laughs> so let's go for it. <laughs> Fuck it. And then the August 3rd game is Fuego versus Chatta. Also high chaos possibility. Also high chaos, but... It's not going to win Chaos Match of the Week, but it has Chaos vibes. 100%. Yeah, I just, I don't think, I I think Fuego kind of takes that one. Not going to lie. We'll see. (laughs) That one's so hard to predict. I mean, because have they only only played once? Have they played twice? Because I know they played at least once, and that was the one where, that was, it was either one. They played twice. It was was a 2-2 draw. Uh, okay. Sorry, there was a two-two draw and then a two-nil chatter win. Yeah, the the win that was you know I mean that was Glenn's first or second game back and the dude like crushed it out there and the, that's why he's been starting pretty much ever since. Yeah. Um, but like you never know what to do with this game in general just because both of these teams are so chaotic. You know, Fuego is going to bore you to death and then score three goals on you. Um, just pass pass the ball around their back line for 30 minutes, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, the ball's in the back of the net without you even realizing what happened. And then Chattanooga, you know, whatever, whatever they do. So <laughs> interesting. I'm just oh, laughing man. at some of the early results of these polls, and um some of y'all I have questions on. Um <laughs> so far, so for Richmond, um we have 67% think they're safe. 
20% are sliding the button. 13 are hitting it. Wow. No one is hitting the panic button in Omaha. That's how that tracks. 61% are sliding it, but no one's hitting it. Um, Sorry, Ebony. No one thinks North Carolina is safe. I in don't fact, think 70, they're safe. <laughs> 71% are hitting it right now. Wow. No, no, it's, it rephrase it. It bounced back up just now. Pull refresh 77% are hitting it. <laughs> Fail. Um, it's chat- not that bad. <laughs> Chattanooga, 57% are hitting it. Uh, 29% slide. Fuego, very high. Uh, 78% are sliding it. I think that's accurate. Yeah. No code. No one is feeling safe. Uh, 78% are sliding it. Damn. And Charlotte has 18% people think they're safe. What? Which I don't understand. <laughs> Guys, what I don't know mean? how we... I don't know how we think no coat. No coat is not legal in Charlotte. Okay. (laughs) Well, I guess, and in fairness, and this isn't to make a joke, but I mean, I guess it depends on what you define as safe for the independence at this point. Like, are you looking to win the title, or are you just trying to maybe scoot into a playoff spot? If you're just looking for sixth place, you ain't doing too bad right now. Oh, I, I all I'm saying is I can't watch this even think I seven safe at all. Like I don't know where seventeen percent of people are watching this team be like, yeah, they're good. They're fine. It went up. It's eighteen point two now. <laughs> I someone hate, knows, I hate y'all. <laughs> someone else voted for it. I hate y'all because I know you're just doing this to troll me now. And I'm gonna wake up and <laughs> it's gonna be like Charlotte safe. Oh my god. Yeah, I feel like Fuego's the only one where it's like that seems accurate. That that adds up i'm just really surprised Omar doesn't have a single hitting it it does it does seem like i personally i agree with that but like it does seem very oh odd. i do too but right. i'm just surprised right it's very odd that no one has said i'm hitting that button based yeah. off of twitter <laughs> all right i just want to before we wrap all this this craziness of a pot up, because we haven't done this in a while, in between the two weeks that we have met, we have done some crazy interviews. Let's start with the Peter Moore interview from you two and Kyle and not Kyle from Yogi and from Chip. How was that? It was awesome. Like I mean, granted, I am a Liverpool fan, so the fact that I talked to the former CEO who oversaw the team at its peak is pretty awesome. But it's like, I I think it's just kind of weird that he is now an owner of a USL league one team. Like this is the biggest name. Like the guy was in charge of EA. He was in charge of Xbox. He was in charge of Sega Reebok. Like this is like anyone with that pedigree, you would think that's someone that's going to go for an MLS team just based off of that background. So the fact that, and he was just so down to earth and it was just so chill. And it felt as though it was talking to someone that you wouldn't have guessed, like based on their background, like they didn't, he didn't have an ego. And I think that was really, I think that was really awesome. I think the fact that he seems to have a plan 
he has a plan of what he wants to do. He wants to definitely tap into that Santa Barbara market. He wants that to be the go-to for anyone that lives in Santa Barbara is to play for the sky, whether it is someone that identifies as a male or female. And I think that's kind of important. Like it's definitely going to have like that local feel as much as possible, obviously. And he even said it himself, like, like trying to build a homegrown team, like fully homegrown is not going to be possible, but if they can still have a couple of those players. And I think that goes back to his Liverpool roots where it's like with Liverpool FC, you want like those scousers in your team. And I think he wants to do that as well with Santa Barbara's guys. So it, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Obviously the stadium, I think is going to be the next thing I'm very curious about because right now it's in a great location, but they are going to either do upgrades for the city college, or maybe they'll find another, find a place to build the stadium. I don't know yet, but no, it was a very informative interview. I want, I'm hoping I can get it uploaded tomorrow. I just need the audio file to not suck. Oh, it's on YouTube, right? It is on YouTube. Yes, it is on YouTube. You just can't watch it. You just can't listen to it on like your Apple Podcast or Spotify yet, but it is on YouTube. Which we will change yeah. the next day. So go watch it and then listen. You to should it have again. watched it already because it's right, been right. out. Yeah. You should have watched yeah. it. Three times by now. Yeah. I mean, it was great. I, you, it looked awesome. Brandon, how was it for you? I mean, that's that's just such an incredible thing. I was honestly so jealous that y'all got to do that. I mean, I know you weren't I'll there. Live. No, I'll live. But <laughs> no, as a, as a, not, not, not a huge Liverpool supporter, but as a huge Xbox supporter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I thought that was fantastic. I do love that idea that, you know, like that kind of local feel that they're trying to create. You know, that's a, and obviously as a CEO of Liverpool, you kind of see that even though it's a huge club, they're still very much, you know, overseas, just a very, um, you know, community oriented vibe to soccer in general. And I really like the idea that, you know, someone like Peter Moore, who probably, like you said, could have gone MLS, you know, or I don't know if he has the money for it, but you know, whatever. Um, he has a pedigree you know, he, that he could have been a part of a group. Right, exactly. And I, I love the idea of, you know, creating local local teams that people can get behind uh, that feel, you know, feel very part of the community. Um, and so I think, I think it's really cool that he chose the USL, and I'm not sure if that's why he chose the USL or what. Um, but, yeah, I, I really like that. And so yeah, definitely go check it out. If you if you haven't watched it yet, um, make sure you watch it. Uh, and then also this earlier this week, I got to interview W League champion uh, Tormenta player Aaron O'Hearn um, with good friend Nubia from Shea Butter FC, part of the Two Cents family. Um, they were amazing. Uh, both Aaron and Nubia were awesome. I appreciate Nubia for coming through and co-hosting with me. Um, if you haven't seen their work, please check it out. Two cents, uh, two cents FC, two cents FC.com, Shea Butter FC, uh, Shea Butter FC podcast, all that jazz. Um, they are a generational talent and they are doing some really cool work in this scene. So it was really cool to have them on with me and talk w league and its growth and aaron was awesome just to talk with me about like the game and what she, what she saw in the game and her roots in georgia and like what's next uh so that was a real fun one which will also be out 
tomorrow uh, for the fam on all of your listening devices plus YouTube. So, yeah, I <clears throat> I wanted Aurora to win, but it is good to, that if Aurora couldn't win, then Tormenta winning was perfectly fine as well. So I'm very excited yeah. to see how that interview goes. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait to watch it because when you first mentioned like, oh yeah, we're gonna be able to do this, like. Damn, I'm not gonna be able to make it because I think that was the same night as the Ford Madison game. I was like, you know, maybe yeah. I should have done the interview. <laughs> maybe I could have done the interview and not missed anything. <laughs> no, that's a big shout to Chip. He definitely helped set that up. So I appreciate Chip. Uh, same with the you. Peter Moore. So thank yeah. you, Chip. Yeah, he's these things up like crazy. He's moving. He's moving he in these streets, and it's great. It's awesome to just have him a part of the team. And sucks he couldn't be on the night. Um, he had a good reason, but, though. He had good reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that does end this wonderful hour and a half long podcast that we do every two weeks. Uh, is there anything, I was going to say anything you guys working on, like I'm about to fucking interview again. <laughs> you know where to find Brandon. You know where to follow Kyle. You know where to follow the show, Walking 90 Pod. Special thanks to the Two Cents fam, uh, L, Ty. Uh, for the culture, Shea Butter, Can I Kick It, uh, Dreaming of Freedom podcast, all the all the homies. I appreciate all of you supporting uh, USL League One review for Brandon and all of his stats and everything that we do to make this show possible. Uh, that's it from us. I appreciate you all. Tell the people later. Deuces. Bye. Oh, wait. Shout out to Benny. I got my Puma shirt on today. So. Oh, my God. Shout uh, <laughs> out to Benny. <laughs> Later. Later. <laughs> she oh, just, she left. just left. It's still she, going. <laughs> yeah, we're still in this podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, get back here. <laughs> Oh, Christ. I was just about to say that. I I didn't get to watch the Pumas friendly, and I'm...